0: Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast brought to you by Midas Gold Group. Do you believe world so-called leaders now want a global currency? There's one reason for that. That's to do away with the dollar. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to protect your finances? Put some money into precious metals. Put some money into gold. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. I trust these guys, veteran-owned. They are fabulous. All right, today I want to talk about Merrick Garland. He was on the hot seat this week in front of Congress uh, being grilled about everything the attorney general needed to be grilled about from China to how are they handling the Hunter Biden case to is there a double standard inside the DOJ? And you know what became very clear? Merrick Garland is willfully blind, purposefully ignorant to everything going on in the DOJ. He does that so he can cover for himself. Now, do I believe him? No, I believe he knows exactly what's going on inside the DOJ. And I'll prove that to you as we go through some of his very arrogant testimony today. And then after that, we're going to have Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake joins me. I'm going to play that interview that I did with her about her newest lawsuit and appeal in Arizona to try to secure the vote in that state and beyond new evidence she has of wrongdoing in Maricopa County. So we will have Carrie Lake, the great candidate for governor in Arizona, that should be governor now. Uh, And soon, maybe she'll be running for Senate pretty soon as well. We'll hear from her on all of those issues. So with that, Stinchfield starts right now. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stinchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stinchfield. All right, it is so great to be here. Thank you for being with me. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. Look, Merrick Garland was in front of Congress uh, over the week, this this week, just a couple days ago, in fact. And I thought I would go through some of his clips because... The arrogance of these career bureaucrats, the arrogance of the elite, the arrogance of the ruling class of bureaucrats. And that's what they are. They are a ruling class of career bureaucrats that run the country with no regard for you and me, only regard for power and who can give them that power. And in this case, it's all about protecting Democrats and, of course, protecting Joe Biden. So um, Merrick Garland started off with an opening statement. Um, And and I want you to listen to this opening statement because it's about as phony baloney as it possibly gets. All
1: right. Here it is. Our job is not to do what is politically convenient. Our job is not to take orders from the president, from Congress or from anyone else about who or what to criminally investigate.
0: Now, wait a second. Do you believe he's not taking orders from The president, and listen to very carefully what he said, or anyone else. Now, who would anyone else be? Certainly you could lump the media in there. But really, or anyone else is who he's talking about. He's talking about Barack Obama. That's who he takes orders from. Anybody that thinks that Barack Obama isn't calling the shots is out to lunch and delusional. Barack Obama is still the acting president of the United States. He may not hold a title but certainly he is the one in charge. I look at this this Obama as the ringleader to everything we see. So it's interesting Merrick Garland actually spoke to what we all believe. It's not his job to take orders from the president or anyone else.
1: As the president himself has said and I reaffirm today, I am not the president's lawyer. I will add, I am not Congress's prosecutor. The Justice Department works for the American people. Our job is to follow the facts and the law, and that is what we do.
0: Well, it's not what they do. And no, you are not Congress's prosecutor, but you are the people's prosecutor. And you get your funding from Congress. Congress has to work on behalf of the people. I'm at the point where I think funding needs to be pulled for the Department of Justice. For many factions of it, we need to defund Jack Smith's so-called special counsel, Robert Hur, the one investigating President Trump's classified document deal. Um, all of these things need to be pulled the plug on funding. Why? Because they've been weaponized. And it's clear to me that it has been weaponized. There is two tiers of justice in America. Are you tired of conservative talk show hosts telling you this? Are you tired of President Trump telling you this? The reason we say it over and over again is because it is so important. It is the most un-American thing imaginable. That when you think of one unbiased area in government, the one unbiased area that we should have beyond any other is the justice system. Whether that's prosecutors whose sole job, should be getting to justice, should be finding justice, finding the truth. If you're a prosecutor, it's not about the conviction. Most prosecutors think it is. They judge themselves. How many convictions did you get? Being a prosecutor should be about getting to the truth. If you find out that somebody is innocent along the way, you've got to give up your case. I don't think that's happening today. And I think it is a different tier when it comes to conservatives. It is an all out, Destroy them, or you lose. It is not a victory unless you've destroyed conservatives. So talking about the two-tier justice system, Merrick Garland confronted that. Let me see here. Hold on.
1: Let's
0: see.
1: Yes. And our job is to uphold the rule of law. That means we apply the same laws to everyone. There is not one set of laws for the powerful and another for the powerless. Well, there's certainly a set of laws for
0: Republicans versus Democrats. President Trump's been charged in a classified documents case where Joe Biden's classified documents case is far worse than President Trump's. President Trump was president of the United States. He could take those documents with him. He believes they're his personal belongings. The presidential records acts seems to me to be in his favor on this. Not to mention he can declassify whatever he wants as president of the United States. He can just deem them declassified before he left office. They're also guarded by secret service at Mar-a-Lago. Probably the most secure building that isn't owned by the government in America today. Now. What about Joe Biden's? They're next to the, the, the Corvette in the garage. They're strewn across universities. There are offices all over the place. They're in Chinatown in Washington, D.C. And yet nothing happens to Joe Biden. That's a separate system of justice. What about Hillary Clinton destroying emails, classified information on that server? Nothing happens to her. But President Trump, a former sitting president of the United States, gets charged. That's a different system. Go all the way down to the system in Georgia. Stacey Abrams claiming the election was stolen, refusing to acknowledge an election, refusing to acknowledge the rightful governor of Governor Kemp, whether you like him or not. She doesn't get charged with a crime. President Trump calls the election a scam. He gets charged. How do you tell
1: me there's not two systems of justice in America today? One for the rich and another for the poor, one for Democrats and another for Republicans, Or different rules depending upon one's race or ethnicity or religion. Our job is to pursue justice without fear or favor. Well, that clearly isn't the case. Look at Hunter Biden.
0: You had David Weiss, the now special prosecutor, then and current U.S. attorney in Delaware. Who gives Hunter Biden the most sweetheart deal imaginable? Going to give him immunity for all these crimes. Let's the statute of limitations run out. You think they would have done that for Donald Trump Jr.? Of course not. You think they'd do that for you or me? No. Look at January 6th. Far less of offenses than Hunter Biden on camera smoking crack, having sex with allegedly underage girls. You got him working deals with Chinese Communist Party intelligence officers. And you're going to put American citizens who protested at the Capitol on January 6th in prison for three years, four years, five years. Some of them convicted 17, 22 years. We've got one guy, Jake Lang, who come Monday's podcast, you're going to hear from. Jake Lang is in prison 980 days and counting. No trial date set. How is that an equal system of justice? 980 days. No matter what somebody does, you don't deserve that kind of nonsense. So Merrick Garland in front of Congress, I think, uh, was a disgrace. He was arrogant, and he put that arrogance on display. So I told you that I do believe that there is a situation of willful ignorance, purposeful blindness. ...to what's going on inside government today. So his testimony is so important. I want to start with Matt Gates, who did a fabulous job, the congressman from Florida, putting Merrick Garland on notice and forcing him to get to the heart of the problem. And yet Merrick Garland refused to answer most of the questions legitimately.
2: Do you know about the money that moved through Rob Walker's shell companies? Yes or no?
0: So Rob Walker, of course, is one of the Hunter Biden associates that set up shell companies allegedly on behalf of the Bidens. Does Merrick Garland know about the money moving through the shell companies? Of course he does. It's been all over the media, maybe conservative media, not mainstream media, but he's the attorney
1: general. He should know. As I have said repeatedly, I have left. Ma- these matters to Mr. Weiss, I've not intruded, ignorant, I've not interfered, I've not to tried to find out what it's he like knows. It's like you're
2: looking the other way on purpose, it's, because everybody knows this stuff's happening. And you know what, people don't pay bribes to not get something in return, right? We, the The China initiative resulted in the convictions of a Harvard professor, of someone at Monsanto. So we were working against the Chinese, they paid the Bidens, and now we're, now you're sitting here telling me that I'm, North Korea is the big threat.
0: So the China initiative, President Trump was really utilizing this to go after anybody that was working on behalf of China to steal American secrets, to exploit American research, give uh, confidential information to China. We're going after you. You may mention Matt Gates did this Harvard professor was convicted on, on things like this. Isn't it reasonable that you would see millions of dollars flowing to the Biden family from China? Biden gets into office and lo and behold, does away with the China initiative, just lets it go kaput. That would seem to me like a bribe. Just shake the Chinese spy balloon. We do nothing. We let that spy balloon fly all the way across America doing nothing. Seems to me like China paid for that access to America. All right, folks, one of the groups that I want to tell you about, I'm going to get back to Matt Gates has more questioning of uh, of Merrick Garland. But before I do that, I want to tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. Midasgoldgroup.com, Midasgoldgroup.com. That's where I want you to go. I want you to think about putting money into precious metals. We have world leaders talking about a global currency. That's designed to do away with the dollar as the economic standard, okay? We've got the federal government looking for a centralized electronic digital currency. That's designed to track how you spend your money. When it comes to gold, they can't track it. That's why I say start collecting it, put it in your gun safe, bury it in your backyard, hide it in your grandma's attic, but start collecting gold as a hedge against this overreach, as a hedge against against this invasion of privacy. It also works as a hedge against inflation and everything we're seeing in the world and chaos. Gold has stood the test of time. They can even take an existing IRA and put some of that money into gold. So I urge you to do it. Midasgoldgroup.com, Midasgoldgroup.com, 855-855-855 three, two, two gold, eight, five, five, three, two, two gold veteran owned by this gold group. We love them. We trust them. All right. More from, uh, Matt Gates here, uh, hammering away at Merrick Garland.
2: So Hunter Biden is selling art to pay for his $15,000 a month rent in Malibu. How can you guarantee that the people buying that art aren't doing so to gain favor with the president?
1: Job of the Justice Department is to investigate criminal allegations. You have information. Are you investigating
2: this? I mean, someone who bought Hunter Biden's art ended up with a prestigious appointment to a federal position. Doesn't it look weird that he's making, he's become this immediate success in the art world as his dad is president of the United States? Isn't that odd? I'm not going
1: to comment about any. Specific
2: not going to comment. Matter. Not going to investigate.
0: That was his answer almost the entire day. Not going to comment, not going to investigate. Hunter Biden is selling art. Hunter Biden's not an artist. Now, I'll give you for not being an artist. I actually thought his art is kind of cool for not having any experience in painting. It's not bad, but it's not worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Come on, give me a break. The only reason he's selling art is to get access to his father. His father is the so-called president of the United States. The Biden family has made a career of selling access around the Biden family name. Now think about this. If Joe Biden isn't in a position of power, if he's not a senator, if he's not a vice president, if he's not president of the United States, the whole thing falls apart. What is Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother? What are these guys going to do once Joe Biden gets his ass kicked from President Trump next time around And is out of office. What are they going to do to make a living. When Joe Biden doesn't have any more power anymore. That's the question we should be asking. Is Hunter Biden still selling access to Joe Biden? I believe that he actually is. I really do. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. That he's still selling access. to, To Joe Biden. Now one of the things. That is always a tell. For people that are being deposed. Whether they're on the stand. In front of Congress is the old I do not recall line. Uh, that's their get out of jail free card. I'm not going to perjure myself because I'm just going to say I don't remember.
3: Have you had personal contact with anyone at FBI headquarters about the Hunter Biden investigation?
1: Uh, don't re- I, don't, I don't recollect the answer to that question, but the FBI works for the Justice Department. It's uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't
3: recollect. Heart? You don't recollect whether you've talked with anybody at FBI headquarters about an investigation of the president's son?
1: I I don't believe that I did. I promised the Senate when I came um, before it for confirmation that I would leave Mr. Weiss in place and that I would not interfere with his investigation. Okay. did you ever? I have kept that promise. All right. So it's all about I did not interfere.
0: He can't remember if he talked to anybody about it. Come on. It's the president's son. You pick up the phone, you're either talking about it or you're not. There is no way you don't remember this. So again, he is covering for himself. He's not truthfully answering the questions of members of Congress. To me, that's a huge issue you're not going to answer these questions because these are questions that most certainly need to be answered. Now, this is all about David Weiss. David Weiss is the U.S. attorney. Yes, he was appointed by President Trump or allowed to keep his job by President Trump. He's a career attorney inside the U.S. attorney's office. But you've got to be approved by both Democrat senators so you know who you're going to get in Delaware. It's not like this is President Trump's guy and that's what the Democrats want to use when they talk about David Weiss. Um, David Weiss gave Hunter Biden a sweetheart deal. He got busted by the judge. Then he gets miraculously appointed as the special prosecutor after giving the sweetheart deal. You tell me there's not two standards of justice.
3: Under oath today, your testimony is you have not had any discussions with Mr. Weiss about this matter?
1: Under oath, my testimony today is that I promised uh, the Senate I would not um, intrude in his investigation. I do not intend to discuss internal Justice Department uh, deliberations, whether or not I had them.
3: Oh, okay. So your, your testimony today is you're not going to tell us whether you've had discussions with Mr. Weiss.
1: My testimony today is I told the committee that I would not interfere. I made clear that Mr. Weiss would have the authority to bring cases that he thought were appropriate. Okay.
0: You see him changing his tune? He didn't remember talking to anybody. Now it's I didn't interfere with anybody. This is the same argument Joe Biden made. I didn't talk to my son about his business dealings. Now it's I wasn't in business with my son. This is the same exact bait and switch, only it happened for Merrick Garland in a matter of seconds, not months, like it did for Joe Biden.
1: Weiss's letter. Right. Okay, OK,
3: let me stop for, for a second time, sir. Are you aware that FBI officials have come before this committee and they have stated that there was a cumbersome bureaucratic process ...that Mr. Weiss had to go through to bring charges in another judicial district. You know that?
1: I'm not aware, but that's not true. There's nothing cumbersome about the process.
3: So those whistleblowers are lying to us under oath? Those whistleblowers are lying?
1: I not say that.
0: So, I believe the whistleblowers. The whistleblowers under this administration... Quite frankly, the whistleblowers under almost any administration... ...because these agencies are run by the deep state, which are aligned with Democrats... To come forward as a whistleblower today, you face great persecution. No matter what whistleblower laws are in place, every whistleblower that has come forward to talk about corruption or a two-tier justice system has been persecuted within their own agency. The IRS whistleblowers talk about that. The FBI whistleblowers talk about that. And they all tell the same story. So I don't believe Merrick Garland. And he changed his tune. I don't recall not talking. Now I haven't interfered. So what is it? This guy's out of line, man. He really, really is. Um, this is him talking about the sweetheart deal. Uh, you know, you had the statute of limitations that had run up for Hunter Biden. This gets back to the two-tier justice system. How do you let the statute of limitations run out unless you purposely want them to run it? You ran the clock out. They stalled is what happened here.
3: Does it really take years to determine if Hunter Biden lied on a federal form related to purchasing a firearm?
1: Mr. Weiss was a longtime career prosecutor. President Trump appointed him as... You're not president. answering the question. Is- All right, so
0: you see this? he says the truth here. Longtime career prosecutor. That means a government insider. President Trump appointed him. Yeah, he approved him. He was already basically in the position. That might have been one of President Trump's
1: mistakes, actually.
3: is That standard procedure, should it take that long to make such a simple determination?
1: I'm answering the question. Mm -hmm. Give me an opportunity to do so. Okay. He was charged uh, with that investigation under the previous administration. He's continued. He knows how to conduct investigations. And I have not intruded or attempted to evaluate that.
0: Well, everyone has said that's false. Everyone surrounding this has said that is false. I believe he has intruded on it all. I really, really do. So um, this continues, and it is fascinating to listen to. This is uh, um, them continuing here about this oversight, and uh, Mike Johnson did a good job of of questioning him.
3: The whistleblowers uh, gave us testimony about serious misconduct at the Justice Department in regards to the preferential treatment afforded Hunter Biden. Has your office requested an investigation into that?
1: Uh, There are well-known processes for how whistleblowers make their claims. I am a strong proponent of whistleblowers and a strong defender. We have an inspector general's office. We have an office of professional responsibility. That is the way in which complaints from whistleblowers should be and are appropriately handled.
0: Well, that's not necessarily true because... A whistleblower can go to their direct supervisor. I had a whistleblower on, Steve Friend, who said he goes to his direct supervisor, is shunned, then goes to the inspector general. And then what happens inside the FBI, he's completely persecuted and basically ousted from the agency for blowing the whistle. So they have created a climate where you cannot speak up. But this is what the Democrats do. They despise dissent. Anyone that disagrees with their way of doing things, especially inside government, will be destroyed, will be crushed, will be stomped on like cockroaches. And that, of course, is exactly how they treated these whistleblowers. Again, it is the most un-American way to run a government. But this is the deep state. And this is not just under the Biden administration. This is under, under every administration. The deep state is aligned with Democrats. All right. Um, I'm going to go back to more of this. Jim Jordan uh, hammers away at Merrick Garland. We're going to get to that. And don't forget Kerry Lake coming up in, in uh, just a moment. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Patriot Mobile. So I have a Patriot Mobile phone. I love this phone. Uh, it is great. I have great service. The customer service is fabulous because it's U.S.-based customer service. Switching was super easy to my Patriot Mobile phone. They believe in the things we do, Second Amendment, right to life, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. They support first responders. They have programs in place. In fact, over at Real America's Voice, where I do my evening show, Patriot Mobile is paying to put uh, reporters on the ground south of the border to track the illegals coming in through the Darien Gap. What company's doing that to inform the American people about the invasion that, that we are experiencing right now. You know some of your money when you pay Patriot Mobile for your phone will go to causes like that. And so that's why I believe the patriotic thing to do is switch your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. 878-PATRIOT. Use the promo code GRANT for free activation. And uh, please, do it today. You will not regret it. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant, 878-PATRIOT, do it today. All right, I told you Jim Jordan uh, would question uh, uh, Merrick Garland. I have got that for you. Um, Let me see here. I just have to find it. Here it is. Jim Jordan.
1: Well, my it. point's real simple, Mr. Garland. You said he had complete authority, but he'd already been turned down. He, he wanted be. to bring an action in the District of Columbia, and the U.S. Attorney there said, no, you can't. And then you go tell the United States Senate under
0: oath that he has complete authority.
1: I'm going to say again that uh, no one had the authority to turn him down. They could refuse uh, to partner with him, they could you not. You can use whatever you, language. Refuse to partner is turning down. Well, it's not the same under a well known Justice Department practice. So, you can see Jim Jordan getting to the heart of the matters here.
0: And again, what is Merrick Garland doing? Evading questioning. Evading questioning. So, all of this, to me, leaves me with big issues. What about January 6th? The Fed surrection. I just learned that there was a poll went out by the FBI. They didn't even know how many of their confidential informants were at the Capitol. They had to put a poll out to regional offices to say, hey, did you have confidential informants there? They couldn't even keep track of everybody. And what about undercover officers?
2: How many agents or assets of the government were present on January 5th and January 6th and agitating in the crowd to go into the Capitol? And how many went into the Capitol? Can you answer that now?
1: I don't know the answer to that question. Oh, last time, you don't know how many there were or there were none? I don't know the answer to either of those questions. If there were any, I don't know how many. I don't know whether there are any. I think you may have just perjured yourself that you don't know that there were any. You want to say that again, that you don't know that there were any? I have no personal knowledge of this matter. That is
0: bullcorn. When you're the Attorney General of the United States, with all the publicity surrounding January 6th, with all the questions of conservative media saying this was a Fed surrection, it was ginned up by undercover agents or confidential informants working for the federal government, ginning up the crowd, riling them up. You're going to tell me you didn't look into this matter? And I will tell you this, as someone who has covered law enforcement for nearly three decades now, It would have been the most failure of law enforcement not to have undercover assets in that crowd. Of course there were undercover assets there. That should be the answer. Of course we had undercover assets there. What we want to know is did those undercover assets work to undermine the situation and force good patriots to do some stupid things? Is that the role of the agents or were the agents there to keep the peace? But come on, we know. I'm sure ATF had agents there. The, the FBI had agents there. I wouldn't be shocked at the DEA and other agencies had had agents there. Of course, there were undercover agents. Washington City Police, D.C. Police, I'm sure, had undercover officers in the crowd. It would be dereliction of duty if you didn't. The question we want to know is what was the role of those agents What were they doing? How devious were they? Tell us, please. But sadly, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And uh, we don't get any answers and we're left in the dark because this administration, the Department of Justice, every agency under Joe Biden is all about being opaque. There is no transparency whatsoever. And that is an absolute huge problem. All right, folks, um, I'm going to get to Carrie Lake here, but real quickly, I want to tell you about my friends over at MyPillow, mypillow.com forward slash grant. Man, the savings you use promo code grant are like up to 50% on a lot of products there. I just bought Giza sheets. I use my own promo code and I've got Giza sheets on every bed in the house now. They're so amazing. I wear the slippers. Sometimes when I'm doing the Real America's Voice show, you can't see, but from waist down, I'm wearing gym shorts and my, my pillow slippers i'm wearing no joke mypillow.com talk about a parallel economy mike lindell could use your help that guy is constantly under fire give him some business mypillow.com forward slash grant uh, use the promo code grant for for big 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 savings folks i'm going to tell you what many networks will not tell you that election fraud is real election rigging is real And we have seen serious evidence that it's real, proves it's real. I just want you to turn your focus back to Maricopa County in Arizona. That's the area where Phoenix is. They went through a signature verification. You know, when Carrie Lake got her governorship stolen from her. 275,000 signatures they went through. No way was it humanly possible to check all of these signatures. And in many cases, we've got video of them. We can put it up. You'll see that they don't match. These these signatures, there are many times they don't match and they're going through them and trying to match them, but they don't. And in fact, they had a 100% pass rate. That's that's statistically impossible. Okay, impossible. 70,000 ballots were counted in, in less than two seconds were compared to each other. As you see on your screen here. All of this is spelled out in a new brief filed with an appeals court in Arizona on behalf of Carrie Lake's campaign. Now, to me, this is all about future elections as well as her past election. But we've got to ensure that if we don't stop them from doing it again, we've got to scare them from doing this again. And we've got to ensure that our election system is secure moving forward. People tell me not to talk about the past. I refuse to. I will continue to do so until we fix the system. Well, joining me now is the former GOP nominee for the governor of Arizona, the woman who I believe won that race, Carrie Lake is with us.
4: Carrie, welcome. So good to be here. You're right, Grant. I mean, when you have a problem, you don't stick your head in the sand and just hope it goes away. That's insane. And so we are exposing how they cheated, and we have several court cases. You mentioned our court case that's in the appellate course that cat court. That's our original case. And we have even more proof now. And we just filed that appeal in the last few days. And we have a trial beginning this Thursday to get our hands on the envelopes that you showed those, the ones that they compare the signature. I should say that they should compare the signature to, Mm -hmm. but they're failing to. And so we have a two-day trial and we're going to try to get our hands on those envelopes that the mail-in ballots are returned in to prove that they are not Uh, matching signatures, that there are no signatures at all, that that 100 percent pass rate is a complete joke, and that the entire mail-in ballot system is not secure and actually uh, fraught with fraud. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't put $500 into an envelope and mail it across town to me, would you? No, because you don't trust that. That's a great way way to explain it.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a great way to explain mail-in ballots. Would you put 500 bucks in it and, and mail it to you? No, no one in their right mind would do it. Um, so I'm going to ask you this, and I don't mean any disrespect to it. I, I, I think this is really what everybody wants to know, Kerry, is what is the goal of of the suit? Is it to reinstate you as governor of Arizona, or is it to get to the bottom of what happened so it doesn't happen again? Is it, is it both? Why don't you lay this out to me of what really legitimately the goal is For fighting like you're fighting?
4: Well, look, you know, this was an election theft. This was election fraud. They didn't steal somebody's skateboard sitting in their front yard. The state government was stolen from we the people. We the people showed up and did everything right, right, and voted en masse in mass and huge numbers and record numbers, only to have election day sabotaged, where the election officials rolled out intentionally broken equipment that they actually programmed to break down on election day, and they put. All those broken equipment and all those broken tabulators in the Republican areas to disenfranchise what they knew would be a massive record turnout of Republican voters who were fed up with the direction the state's going. So I'm fighting for the voters in the the voters ability to cast their sacred vote. I am fighting for those who don't have the ability to fight this. And the people asked me to fight. They said, Carrie, you can't walk away from this. They stole our vote in 2020. They did it again in 22. If you walk away, we will never have our sacred vote back. And so I'm staying here and I'm standing in the gap and I'm saying we're going to continue with these court cases. And we have already proven so many ways that they've cheated. We have a mountain of evidence. And I believe this is why, Grant, they're trying to keep President Trump off the ballot in many states because they know Through all of these fighters who are fighting for election integrity, keeping court cases out there, that we've shown people how they're cheating and they know they can't employ those same tactics again. And so the only way to stop Trump is to try to keep him off the ballot.
0: All right, so— um, you mentioned those tabulators. They knew that 260 of 443 tabulators were not going to work, and yet they allowed them go out there. This was all by design in, in, these, in these areas, and we yep. all know it was by design. Um, let me ask you this, though. We have a debate coming up. I'm worried that Maricopa County could be the next county to indict President Trump. You're going to be a surrogate for President Trump at the debate to speak on his behalf after it's after it's uh, all over. Um, you may end up running again. This fight may be for a Senate race. Right, Kerry? How does all of this play into the future?
4: Well, I, I will just tell you this. The next year of my life, I am giving up and sacrificing everything in order to save our country. And I'm not the only one. I'm not trying to get— kudos for that. I'm just doing what our duty as Americans is, which is do everything to save this republic. And so, um, you know, they're going to try to keep President Trump off the ballot. It's it's almost comical that they would do that because he's winning by 60 percent in the polls. And it shows you how panicked they are. They will not be successful at doing that. We the people want to vote for President Trump. And, you know, this this debate is kind of like the D-listers debate. We're going to go and see what they're up to. It'll be kind of fun. But uh, the the primary is already over. We're in the general election now. We're running President Trump against the most horrible, horrible president we've ever had in this country's history, Joe Biden. His administration has put America on the brink of destruction. President Trump has already done the job. He knows how to get in there and on day one start to turn this nightmare around. So I'm looking forward to going out and being a surrogate for President Trump. I don't know what my future holds. I'm considering running for Senate. I'm actually seriously considering that. and We'll be making a decision here in the next month or so about whether I want to jump in, because we have an opportunity, Grant, to get a seat and and get a senator in D.C. that will actually work for the people of Arizona and put America first.
0: Well, you know, I think whatever you decide on, you'll be great at. President Trump would make make a great vice president for President Trump as well. And so just keep fighting. So many people are thankful, including myself, for the fight that you're putting up, Kerry.
4: Thank you, Grant. And thank you for what you do and I'm, I'm get, I'm getting out real true journalism. It is appreciated by everyone.
0: Well, it's a team effort, that is for sure. And uh, and you're a part of that team and certainly Real America's Voice. Everybody watching is part of that team, just uh, humbled right. to be part of it. Gary, thank you. All right. I want to turn now to carries in Arizona, right? They got a huge immigration problem like you would not believe. I want you to take a look at some of this video that our man Anthony Aguero shot down on the border. Um, this is Large numbers of African males coming across the border. What are they coming here for? What are their plans? Why are we letting them in? I want to bring in now Real America's voice correspondent, host of Border Wars on Rumble. Anthony Aguero is back with us. Anthony, what are the answers to those questions? What are they doing here?
5: Well, it's just our borders are quite frankly wide open. We are a part of the global compact of migration, and we don't speak enough about that. That is a grassroot of all of this. And behind me, we're out here in Lukeville, Arizona, where it's just an open market for anybody that wants to come in. Uh, right now, we have predominantly uh, families that are staged right. Grab the families and take them out of the, the excessive heat that is out here. And they take them, they, they bring them down here under the shade. Uh, here in just a few minutes, I'm going to be heading out. Uh, towards the wall where there's going to be hundreds of military-aged males sprawled out out there. Uh, Unfortunately, the the organized crime on the other side continues to drill holes through the wall, meaning they are actually having uh, electric saws being taken to the wall every single night at different areas, at different times of the day. And it is completely overwhelming. Our border patrol agents, they're just, a lot of them tell me, dude, I've had it with this.
0: So, uh, and I'm sure, and I know that you and I were talking about how there's no more Border Patrol agents really patrolling the line anymore. They've all been pulled off for processing. Real quick, if you can, in about 30 seconds for me, Anthony, you are expecting a massive wave of illegals to cross the border there. Uh, Why don't you tell me about what you're expecting and how you're getting this information?
5: So uh, I, we are I, I've been let known that there are expecting a, a wave anywhere from three to four thousand individuals coming through here in a 24 hour time frame. And so, uh, as always, Real America's Voice News is out here front and center trying to bring you guys and uh, keep you guys informed on in all of this. Uh, it's just it's just some of my sources that have been uh, really gracious. And, and it's, it's 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 being out here and working with some of these individuals that opens the doors for all of that.
0: Think about this. Lukeville, Arizona, 3,000 people could possibly come across over the next 24 hours. you got Eric Adams complaining about 10,000 a month in a city of 9 million people. And, and Lukeville, Arizona, like a city of like six people, is going to get 3,000 3, illegals coming across the border. Um, Eric Adams has no business complaining right now. Anthony Aguero, I appreciate it. Stay safe down there. Keep me posted. We'll get you on as soon as you got more information for us.
5: Take care,
0: my friend. All right, you got it. All right, that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, uh, There's the website, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Stinchfield 1776 is, of course, where you can find me on social media. Um, Rumble, we are live Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, at 12 o'clock Eastern time. And then Thursdays around 1 o'clock, we go live with our our, uh, China special that we've been doing lately, which is great, thanks to the new federal state of China. And uh, please, all the sponsors, Midas Gold Group, Patriot Mobile, MyPillow, give them a visit. And of course, go to the website, sign up for the email list so I can keep you posted. Subscribe on on Rumble, Getter, all of the social media platforms, and uh, get some Stinchfield Army merchandise while you're at it. GrantStinchfield.com. Stinchfield's Army Rolls, folks. We'll see you back here tonight on the Real America's Voice Show. Take it easy, folks.